Welcome to the Retirement Guide Podcast. I'm your host, George Jameson, owner of Capital Wealth Group, a flat fee-only advisory firm. Whether you're nearing retirement or already retired, join me each week as we explore the world of retirement planning and equip you with the knowledge and tools you need for a successful retirement. So let's get started. Today's episode is all about managing our emotions when it comes to investing. We're often our own worst enemy. Our most challenging emotions when it comes to investing are fear, greed, and lack of patience. This can manifest in various ways, like trying to jump on the latest fad, chasing individual stocks, or panicking and selling after the market has declined. I'll witness many investors and even advisors over the years who want to buy after the markets have gone way up and then want to sell after the market's gone way down. I've also met with and spoken with many people who say they will never invest in the stock market due to the fear of potential losses. In the long run, not investing in equities can often be even worse due to the eroding effect of inflation over time. Additionally, I've met with many individuals who manage their own investment. A lot of them choose to buy individual stocks and may do well for a while, but often end up underperforming the overall market and often by a large degree. According to the Dalbar study, it consistently shows that the average investor underperforms the market by a wide margin. For instance, in 2018, the S&P 500 index returned negative 4.38%, while the average stock mutual fund investor was down negative 9.42%. That's more than double the loss. So moving on to 2022, the average equity fund investor lost over one-fifth of their account balance. They lost 21% during the year, compared to the S&P 500 index that lost 18%. This represents an investor gap of about 3%. And this doesn't include losses due to bond funds, which happened to make 2022 the worst year since 1937 for a 60-40 stock-to-bond asset allocation, which was down more than 16%. Nobody wants to check their account statement and see a negative 20% return. However, the reality is, about once every 10 years, markets will go through a year like 2022. But that hasn't stopped the market from providing solid long-term returns to those patient enough to weather the storm and wait it out. It's okay to sink a bit with the lowering tides because you will eventually rise back up as the tide comes in. Over a 30-year period ending on December 31st, 2021, the average equity fund investor made 7.13%, while the S&P 500 returned 10.65%. 3% may not sound like much until you realize that the average investor has 800000 at the end of that period, while the S&P 500 would have returned over $2 million in the same time frame. Now, it's important to note that this study only focuses on stock funds. I'd venture to guess it might be even worse if we included all investors, including those buying and selling individual stocks. So why does this underperformance happen? The Dalbar study attributes this underperformance to bad timing. Investors, again, tend to buy when markets are high 
and sell when markets are low. They buy after periods of good performance, called chasing returns, and sell after a period of bad performance, called panic selling. The study shows that, on average, investors hold on to their investments for only four years. That's not enough time to ride out the ups and downs of the market. Experts can differ on how long a market cycle would be, but five years is probably the shortest time frame to own stocks. Some may even recommend a minimum of 10 years. When it comes to our emotions, they go up and down over time. Sometimes we are happy, which is great, and other times we feel unhappy, which of course, this is just a normal part of being human. However, our financial well-being often ties closely to what's happening in the investment markets. In other words, when the markets are doing really well, we may feel a sense of joy in financial security. But when the markets deliver negative results and our investments decrease in value, it's obviously not a good feeling and it makes us unhappy. Again, this is perfectly normal as a human response. But it's important not to let your emotions drive your financial decisions. For those who let their emotions get in the way of making sound investment decisions, you may want to consider hiring a financial advisor. They may be able to help ensure you don't fall into the trap of acting solely on your emotions. However, for those that can control their emotions regarding financial decisions, you may be just fine investing on your own. For instance, as markets are rising, what we observe is that money is poured into equity market funds. And then, as markets begin to retreat, guess what? Markets fall in value heavily, and so do withdrawals from equity market funds. And this is a phenomenon that seems to repeat itself across time again and again. The problem is that it's a pattern of buying high and selling low and buying high and selling low. And this is not wealth creation. This is more like wealth destruction. So it's crucial to shift your perspective and look at wealth over more extended periods of time. While you should certainly discuss retirement planning, investing, securities, strategies, and asset classes, the bigger picture is that you are investing in your goals, those things you've identified as highly important to you and your family. These are the driving factors behind the strategies and financial planning that you or your advisor has tailored to your situation. This is where the distinction between the average investor and the transformed investor lies. It's about having patience, discipline, seeking quality advice, and implementing careful measurements. By objectively evaluating these longer periods, you might realize that despite feeling just as uneasy, you're actually wealthier now than during the previous market downturns. So in conclusion, it's entirely natural to feel emotions when it comes to investing. However, acting on those emotions can often be detrimental to your financial goals and your retirement plans. It's crucial to stay the course with a long-term perspective, guided by sound advice and a steady hand. That wraps up today's episode. Hope everyone has a great day.
Hope everyone has a great day and stay safe and happy investing. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Retirement Guy. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a five-star review to help others discover the show. For questions, ideas, or discuss your retirement plan, reach out to me, George Jameson, at Capital Wealth Group. Visit our website at capitalwealthplan.com to learn more. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more insightful retirement planning in future episodes. And now for the disclaimer. The information discussed in this podcast is for general explanations and education only. It is not tax, legal, or investment advice. Before considering acting on any information heard here, first consult with your tax, legal, or investment advisor. Thank you and have a great day.